Welcome to Resident Strangers. I'm Sarah Shallow, and I'm here with Steve Ingram and Rich Holland. This is an exciting day. This is the third podcast we are launching at Desert Springs Community Church in Goodyear. So with that in mind, we wanted to take a little bit of time to introduce ourselves. So why don't we start with you, Steve? I'm Steve Ingram. I've been the pastor of Desert Springs for, man, 28 and a half years. So I always tell people I'm much younger in person. <laughs> See, <if laughs> audio, they, they'll have no idea. They'll have so, no yeah. idea, yes. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm married. I've been married for be 34 years. This December, I've got three kids, two of them married, four grandkids. And uh, looking forward to talking practical theology. How do, how do we live Jesus in this world that is not our home? So I'm looking forward to this. It's awesome. All right, Rich. Yeah, most people probably know Steve more than they know me. Yes. No, yeah, actually, some people, I'll do a shameless plug here. Uh-oh. I host the Stories Collective podcast here at Desert Springs, and Rich was the first episode that we released in 2023. Oh, yeah, that's so right. So we'll make sure we link that in the show notes. Right people on. can get to know you more, but so yeah, you got to so, have Steve on. So you've been on the Stories Collective, <laughs> I and I haven't. That's right. <laughs> Jeez. I got special Dang, plans for you, Steve. Oh, there you for go. The stories collection. So people can look at listen to that episode to, oh, to yeah, yeah. find more about me. Yeah, my name is Rich Holland. Uh my family and I, we've been here since twenty eighteen. We moved to the valley uh for work. I teach philosophy at Grand Canyon University. Uh Larissa and I've been married for twenty six years. This this year, twenty six years. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh Four kids. And she is much younger in she person. Is, well, she actually is much younger than I am. So three three years, I think, or two and a half years younger than I am. Uh, yeah, so uh, I teach philosophy, so I'm kind of in academics, but I, you know, I, I spent a lot of time in local church ministry and uh, I've been studying theology for a long time. So yeah, this is super exciting for me. Yeah, this is this has been just really fun to see this this podcast all come together. We've been talking about it for a couple months, and it's here. We're here. It's here. Yeah, it's 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 fun. So for me, this this actually goes back a couple years. Uh, twenty twenty was a particularly hard year for everybody. Yes, right. We had COVID. Mm-hmm. We had the. Uh, racial issues that happened with George Floyd. We had an election that year. So lots of very, I think, important things, uh, difficult things, both nationally and interpersonally between people. And I have to tell you that having been a pastor for a long time, it was probably the most discouraging year of ministry that I ever had. Mm primarily because I watch Christians act and react um, in ways that I just seem inconsistent with with our faith, uh, with what we know about the Word of God and this idea that this world's not our home. Maybe the best way uh, they didn't live with grace and truth. And so the question becomes, how, how do we get people to start thinking when these big issues come, not emotionally and not with the crowd, but to look at it from 
the Lord's perspective. How do you take these very personal things and very real things to us and yet put them under the lens, the perspective of the Bible, of theology, what we know about God, so that as his ambassadors, we can best display him. So if, if we're reacting to something in the culture, right, it's too late, right? So I think the one of the best ways to uh, think and live as a Christian is to do the hard work of discipleship, of uh, learning who God is and who we are in light of who God is way ahead of time, you know, way before the crisis, way before the heightened emotional event, right? That's, uh, that, that's how we avoid some of that chaos that, that can take place. So yeah. it was kind of out of that experience that I got thinking, what, what can we do just to help people think through um, how to put this into shoe leather? How do we act and react like Jesus in the midst of these big, big events? And they are big events. They were big events. And um, so that, for me, was kind of the seeds of this. And uh, then talking to Rich one day and he threw some things out and I thought, hmm, okay. It was my idea. So there you go. Yeah. Did we mention that Rich is an elder here well, at I don't Desert think we Springs? Did. I don't know that we did. So no. Rich serves on our elder board, he which does. we're so thankful for. Yes. I just thought I would bring that up. Right on. <laughs> but yeah, you guys, I mean, like you mentioned, you, you, your family has been a big part of our church pretty much since you showed up, I feel like. I mean, I remember when you guys came around, so... Yeah, this is really exciting. So a goal of ours in this podcast, I'm here. I'm just here to guide the conversation. I'm I, I'm excited to get to hang out with Steve well, and Rich. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you are also here to keep an eye on the clock. Well, I was gonna I was gonna finish my thought and I was gonna say exactly that. I'm here to guide this conversation, but also keep us on track. Cause really our goal is to keep these episodes on the shorter side. So one, they're a little easier to digest. But two, so that you feel like you can take some time to learn these things without feeling like you have to go into this big study session time. So we're really here to serve you in this. So with the time in mind, let's get into the today's topic. So we're just going to start talking about what is theology and why should we care about it? Yeah. So what is theology? I mean, the simplest answer to give. Uh, theology is the study of God and the things of God. Probably people are used to the, the ology prefix on a bunch of different words, biology, zoology, anthropology, things like that. Uh, and the, the first part of that word, theos, is God, right? So we're studying about God and what God is like and what uh, thinking about God's connection to all of creation, all of that stuff's included in theology. And so when you break down... Uh, when you get into theology, you get into different aspects. And from a practical perspective, what you get is the doctrine. And, you know, as a church, we have, I believe right now, 17 statements in our doctoral statement that, that these are the things that we hold as very important. Um, and one of my goals is, is to be able to work through that, through this podcast, so that people, because we would see these as basic, the, if you want to say the most important doctrines, and what do they mean, and then why are they important, and then how do they affect the way that we live today? Because if theology is just a study, 
it's going to become academic. It becomes, has no bearing on our life. And, and that's the thing about study of God is all about how do we live this? We were made in his image. Uh, we know that as believers that we have now that work of God in our hearts to make us more like Jesus. And so how do we take these truths and really have that incarnation in our own heart of how we're living this out and being his ambassadors. And so uh, I think one of the things that we want to do is, is to walk through our doctrinal statement uh, and then also very practically how it affects our life, why it's important, how does it help us think when these issues of the day come up and then to respond well. So when you mentioned the, the doctrinal statement of the church, that makes me think about the, the differences in theological method. Um, so sometimes you hear people talk about biblical theology versus systematic theology, historical theology, philosophical theology, all those things. So let, let me just maybe for the listener touch on that just briefly when you hear the word biblical theology typically what we mean by that is we're looking at a book of the bible and we're trying to discern the the theological message the the teachings the doctrine of that book of the bible we might also kind of draw out themes or draw lines of connections between that book and other books of the bible well you think about right now we're in the study of jonah right and so the you know the big overarching theme is the pursuit of God right. of, of of the children that He made right and He loves yeah so that's what biblical theology does we're looking at a a book of the Bible so systematic theology on the other hand is when you are focusing on different theological subjects and then we're going to look at all of Scripture to see what all of Scripture says about that subject or those subjects. So when you mentioned the church, church doctrinal statement, a doctrinal statement from a church really is the product of systematic theology, right? We're going to, we're going to go to scripture and see what does scripture say about who God is? What does all of scripture say about who we are? And then we're going to arrange those after we go through the topics, we're going to arrange them, like you said, Steve, in a, some kind of priority. Uh, we're going to say that these are important. We're going to list them out. And so that, that's kind of the difference between systematic and biblical theology. But what you were saying there a few minutes ago, Steve, I think is really important about practical theology. Now, you know, I'm, I, I'm an academic. I live in the world of academics. Yes, you do. Yes, but <laughs> that's why we have you uh, well, here on the team. <laughs> but here's the most important thing about that. I think all theology has to be practical. Like, like my perspective on academics is that it is practical and somehow or another, if that gets lost, then we've lost our way. Right. So, so really I think however you do it, whether we're using a systematic method or a biblical method, we should have our mind on practical theology. It's about how we actually uh, figure out how to integrate what God has revealed about himself and about, about us. How do we integrate that fully into every aspect of our lives, right? So it's this ongoing task of us trying to figure things out as we go through the world. And from my perspective as a pastor, my focus actually probably tends to be more on the practical theology because as right. I'm shepherding people and talking with folk who are maybe facing this issue in their life. Maybe it's a marriage issue or something with their kids or how do they act 
in, in a work environment that's grown hostile. It's like, okay, so what do we know from the Bible about God, his character, his nature, what he has told us we ought to do, and then how do we take that and apply that to that situation so that we can best live in, in the wisdom that he's given to us? Uh, you know, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And so it's, it's learning these things. And part of what um, Rich and I were talking the other day in preparation for this, but one of the things about theology and I think practical theology and just understanding that, you know, we, we have finite minds here. Uh, we, this is a constant piece for us to be thinking through, wrestling with, learning. Um, you know, there's some truth, obviously, that we know that we, we hold, and yet there's some of it on how we live it out practically that we're still growing. And we're, you know, because we, we all come to life and we all come to a biblical perspective with our own uh, lenses, maybe that'd be the right word, our own perspective, what mm-hmm. we were taught as a little kid or our, our past experiences. And so uh, f- for me, it's, it's always about this learning, processing, growing. And in that, to me, it's part of the sanctification process. Everything you all are saying is so insightful. And I mean, this is just episode one. <laughs> so this is going to be a great great project to work on. And something I wanted to mention before we get into why theology is important is as we were discussing this, this podcast, doing this project, something, I believe it was you, Rich, that you brought up was, you know, we live in an age where if you want to know something, you can just go on Google, type in, you know, how do I get to this place? Or, or how should I think about this particular issue? And we tend to do that. We tend to just go to Google. But when we're a part of a church, a body Mm. of believers, it's so important for all of us to talk with one another about these issues. And then Mm. if especially if there's people within the church, such as a pastor, or maybe even Mm. people who are teachers, you know, whatever it may be, talk to the real life people who, who study this, who give their life to know this. So we're hoping too with this podcast that this is an opportunity for you to learn and grow from people that you sort of kind of know. <laughs> so Right. I have pretty strong convictions about that. Maybe we'll get to that when we get to ecclesiology later on. Spoiler, we'll, spoiler. We'll, we'll spend some time talking about that. Yeah, I have some pretty strong convictions about theology being a family enterprise, a local church mm-hmm. activity. Yeah, absolutely. So just in our last few minutes, we got a couple minutes left. Keeping an eye on the time. Thank you. Well, see, Sarah, <laughs> um, that's what I said. That's why you're here, because yeah. Rich and I probably both have been blessed with the gift of gab. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right. So, Rich, why, or Steve, both of you, why is theology important? Man, I've got so many reasons. Can We, <laughs> I don't know we can I do could, a whole podcast on yeah. just that. No, I think we can say so, a few things. Um Maybe I'll say a few things and then I'll let Steve maybe answer and then maybe I'll say, say a few more things. Um, right. So I, I think about this devotionally, right? Um, so as, as a believer, I look to scripture and it tells me it, we are to love God, right? I think you think about Deuteronomy or Matthew, Jesus says, 
the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. And so immediately then I think, how can I love someone whom I don't know? I have to know God in order to love him, in order to be obedient to that commandment to love God. It requires me to engage in a deliberate, diligent, careful study of God's revelation of himself to me so that I know who he is and I know who I am in light of who he is. So really to me, it's devotional. It's about discipleship, right? We talk about making disciples. Uh, Listen to the Now Life podcast uh, where they talk about that. Uh, See, I I plugged another podcast. Thank you, Rich. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) Um, But yeah, a disciple, Jesus says, make disciples. A disciple is a learner. And so I am a disciple. I, that means I am a learner. And the subject of my learning is God's revelation of himself to us in Scripture. You know, the Christian life in a lot of ways is a battle for our mind. You know, the enemy is so often wanting us to believe lies, to accept lies, um, to take things and to put them in our life as truth. God is truth. His word is truth. And so for me, the practical aspect, the importance of it is, is as we learn truth and we stand in truth, that's where we find, that's where we find freedom. That's where we find meaning. That's where we find purpose. That's where we find joy. You know, you think of the fruit of the spirit. It's a spirit living within us. What does it produce? It produces all those things. I think that we ultimately want and where are they found? They're found in a relationship with the Lord. And so that that battle for the mind is one of the reasons why it's so important to, to be in God's word, to think theologically, to take things, you know, when we're, when we're really in our heart being perplexed about something, take a step back. How, how should I be viewing this from a, from a two world perspective that, you know, this world's not our home, right? I get real close to it. Let's take a step back. Now, how should I be thinking about this as a Christian? What does God's word tell us? What does God's character tell us about uh, this situation? And to me, when we can take everything through that lens of God's perspective and God's thoughts on it, that's when I think we find that life to the full that Jesus talked about in John 10. Yeah, and your, your emphasis on truth there, I think is really, really key. Um, you know, for whatever reason, uh, okay, so, so God is invisible. And for whatever reason, because God is invisible, I think people are, we are all tempted to sort of uh, create God in our own image, if that's a, a phrase I can use, that, that we come up with ideas about what God is like or what he might do. Uh, I don't know, you've, you may have heard people say, well, I like to believe in a God who fill in the blank and they'll say something that they personally find palatable. And so they're, they ha- they're coming up with this imaginary idea of who God is. Um, and the imagine, imaginary God isn't the God who exists, right? Your, your imaginary car cannot get you to work. Your imaginary doctor can't cure the disease that you have. And likewise, a God that exists only in my imagination is 
totally ineffectual to save me or bring goodness into my life. It's, it's the actual God who, who really exists, right? So if, if that's true, and I think it is, what that means is I have to figure out who God is, right? It's, it's my responsibility to j- diligently study and not go with what I would hope God would be like, but to listen to God tell us who he is and then believe the truth about who God is. And I don't know about you guys, but you've seen, I'm sure, Steve, you've seen this, people walk away from the faith. And what I think happens so often is they're not actually walking away from Christianity. What they're walking away from is their idea of what they think Christianity is. Wrong ideas shipwreck people's faith. They do. Yeah. This is all really, really Really great stuff. Like I said earlier, it's going to be, this is just, I'm so excited about this. And I really hope people are uh, challenged already in in how they're thinking. Maybe they're inspired to study more. So hopefully you have a sense of what we're going to be talking about as we go through episodes each week. We're going to be releasing episodes every Tuesday. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll be hitting your feed every Tuesday talking about what is the Bible, practical questions about the Bible, who is God, and so much more. And if Sarah does her job, we'll do it so you can listen to it (laughs) in just simply one commute. So pray for me as (laughs) as my job is on the line. So So thank you all again so much for joining us. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Rich. Right on. And we'll be back with you next week. We'll see you next time. Looking forward to it. Thanks for listening to Resident Strangers, a podcast ministry of Desert Springs Community Church in Goodyear, Arizona. Resident Strangers is hosted by Steve Ingram, Rich Holland, and me, Sarah Shallow. Our show is produced by Brandon and Brittany Petrie, and again, me, Sarah Shallow. If you like our podcast, please remember to share, subscribe, leave a review, and visit dscchurch.com for more information. Yeah.